Today's daf is Bavakama daf Lamid Zayin, and we are 18 lines from the bottom of daf Lamid Vav Omid Beis Tenan Hasam. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu Bnei Yisrael Hanesunim Batzara Uvashivya. So yesterday, seven and a half years ago, we began the fourth perik of Meseches Bavakama Perik Shor Shenogach. So the story is, we're ashar, tam, shtoist, four or five other shvarim, and throughout that process remained ashar tam. The question is, there are many niziks now that are coming to collect their chatzin nezek. Chatzin nezek is only paid mikufay, and the question is, how exactly do you divvy it up? And in the Mishnah, it was a Machloikis, Rameyer, and Rib Shimon, which the Gemara said is really the Machloikis, Rabbi Yishmael and Rabbi Akiva, whether Yusham Hashar or whether Yuchlat Hashar. Now, what were the two Shittas in the Mishnah? Rameyer said that the last person is always the one that's going to collect his full chatzin ezek. And if there are any leftovers, then you give it to the second-to-last person, the third-to-last person, etc., etc. Reb Shimon's formulation was a little bit more compli- complicated. Reb Shimon said that in the event that you had a shor shava masayim, that shtois the shor shava masayim, and the nevela is worthless, so that the chatzin nezek is a hundred zoz, it's a mana, zen noitol mana, zen noitol mana. That's easy. In the event that the shar shtois is a second time, so then the halach is that the second nezek is going to take the full mana, the hundred zoz, and the person before him is going to take 50, meaning the first nezek, and the owner of the shar is going to get the other 50. In the event that this shar shtois a third time, so it's the last person again that's going to take the full mana. The second nizik is going to take 50 zuz, and the first nizik and the owner of the shar are going to split the other 50 zuz. Each person is going to get, in the words of the Mishnah, a dinar zav, which is 25 zuz. Today's daf is going to pick up with a sidebar almost random point that the Gemara is going to extrapolate from the Mishnah, specifically the Rav Shimon Chelek of the Mishnah. And again, it's really not related to the core sugyas that we're learning, which is Shor Shanagach, but Bederech Agav, the Gemara feels that there's a hachra from this Mishnah to another Mishnah, unrelated. Incidentally, that other Mishnah happens to be in Mesechus Bavakam. So the Gemara, Tanan Hasam. We learned in the Mishnah over there, and over there is the Kaman. It's in Perak Achoyvot. That's how the Kaman Al Hatakei Lechaveroi. If somebody is Toykei Lechaveroi, so what does that mean? Rashi says two Pshatim. In the second Pshat, Rashi says Tkiya Mamish. So somebody takes a Shoifer, he goes to his friend's ear, and they're bluesed. And as a result, this person was embarrassed. Rashi says another Pshat that the person took something, and he hit his friend, Kineged Oznoi, near the ear. Either way, this Yid, by being Toykei L'chaveri, embarrassed his friend. So the Mishnah says, Noisem Loisela. He has to now give this person a seller. Now the background to this halacha is that if somebody embarrasses his friend, he has to pay Tmei Boishas. 
the longer background to this halach is a Gemara that we learned together not long ago on Davchav Zayin Amadeis and the sugi of Ovid Inish Dino and Afsheh, and that is that if somebody embarrasses his friend, there is a fixed price that this Mevayish has to pay. If you remember, we spoke out from Toysfis. Toysfis had a suffix, whether that fixed price is the minimum price or it's the maximum price. And that's because Boishas 101 is But when you're talking about Boishas, you could refer to a price list, which will tell you, depending on what exactly the Boishas were, how much you're going to have to pay. So this mission is discussing that. That's the amount. Rabbi Yehuda said, in the name of Rabbi It's not a seller, but rather it's more than that. It is a mon. There was a person to talk that he did this. So Barmasno sent this person to Rabbi Yosef to have Rabbi Yosef figure out how much money he has to give him. Now, Rabbi Yosef heard the Shailah, so he said, I know it's a Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Stating that, the question was, Which seller is this? Is this what's known as the Selatsuri, the seller that came from Tyre? Or Sela Medina, the more popular seller. Now, the background to this is a related raid bite that we discussed together when we learned Masechtis Kedushin. I believe it was Daf Yud Beis. But over there, we went into the historical background of the different currencies that were used. What we need for our purposes is one thing and one thing only. That Sugi Masechtis Kedushin was mathematical and it was rather complex. But all we need to know is that there were two concurrent currencies that were in circulation. One was more chashev than the other. The Tsuri Matbeyos were considered to be of a, of a bigger chashivas and the sh- were worth more money. In fact, the ratio between the Sela Tsuri versus the Sela Medina, or really any coin of Tsuri versus its parallel coin in Medina, was 8 to 1. So the Sela Tsuri is worth a lot more than is the Sela Medina. So the Shaila that was posed to Rabbi Yosef was, I know it's a Mishnah to Kehla Chaveri, no Yisam Lois Sela. The question is, which Sela? Is it the Sela Tsuri, which is a lot more valuable, or is it the Sela Medina, which is a more Bilga coin? Amalei, so Rabbi Yosef told him to Nisua, I have a Raya from a Mishnah. So this is a classic example of Mimerchak Tavilachma, where we're going to Shtel Tzu something where you didn't see this coming. The Mishnah said, So our Mishnah was discussing the Shosh of Nakach Ta'al And the Machlok is between Rameh and Reb Shimon exactly how you make the payments. And according to Reb Shimon, what do you do? The last person is the one that gets the full Chatzin Ezek. And then after that, we start dividing in half. So if the Shosh does a second time, so the Nizik Shani is going to get a Mana. And the two other people, meaning the Nizek Rishin and the owner of the Shar, are each going to take Hamishim Zos. Again, assuming that the two Shvarim were worth Mosayim Zos. If it happened another time, so the Nizek Achron is going to get a Mana, the Nizek Sheni is going to get 50 Zos, and then the first Nizek and the owner are going to split the other 50 Zos, and the way they're going to split it is each one is going to get a Dinar Zav, a Dinar Zav, which is 25 Zos. So Rabbi Yosef was bothered with a Kasha. His Kasha was, why did the Mishnah not mention what happens if the Shar Shtoises another time. 
right? So how come the Mishnah didn't mention what would happen if the Shosh Tois another time? Now, what would happen if the Shosh Tois another time? It's an easy formula, right? You could just drag it and know exactly what you're going to have to do. Well, what's going to happen is the last Nizik is going to get 100, and then the next guy is going to get 50, and the next one's going to get 25, and then we're going to take the last 25 and we're going to split it. See, he was very bothered why we didn't say that. So Rabbi Yosef said, you know what I think the reason is? I'll tell you why. Because if you're going to split 25-25, then what's going to happen is you're going to have to start talking about fractions. You're going to say that the first Nizik is going to get 12 and a half Zos, or is going to, and the second Nizik is going to take, and the owner is going to take his 12 and a half Zos. We don't talk in fractions. But Rabbi Yosef had a follow-up. He says, I don't know if you have to talk in fractions. Why? Because the Sela Medina was worth a half a Zos. Fact. The Sela Tzuri was eight times as valuable. It was worth four Zosim. But the Sela Medina was worth a half a Zos. So he said, you don't have to talk about fractions. Why don't we add the Shosh Nogach Dalit and say that what you're going to do then is you're going to split the 25. How are you going to split it? Each person is going to take 12 Zosim and one Sela. Because a zel is the equivalent of a half a zuz. And you don't have to then speak in fractions. Must be, says Rabbi Yosef, the town of Mishnah doesn't talk about a Sela Medina. You know why? Because a Sela Medina is, is a billiger coin. It's a nickel. We don't talk about nickels, right? We start with quarters, ke'ilu, right? It's not something we talk about. And if that's the case, I have akhra to the Mishnah. What was the question? Is it the Sela Medina or is it the Sela Tzuri? Says Rabbi Yosef, it must be the Sela Tzuri. Why? Because you see from the Mishnah, that the town of the Mishnah did not like talking about the Sela Medina. It's the inside. Tano Salamadino, if you're going to tell me that the Tano was willing to talk about the Salamadino, Niflik Vinisne at Trace of Asala. So why didn't he say 12 and a half, 12 and a half? Explain what would happen if the Shah was Nogach a fourth time. You'll tell me fractions? You don't have to say fractions. Say Trace Azuzi Vesela, which is a half. Must be, that's not the way it is. Amale. So this is what Rabbi Yosef said, but the Gemara says that Rav Tuvia Bar Masa, he was the one who sent the child to Rabbi Yosef. So he told Rabbi Yosef, I don't think you have a riot from here. What Tano Kiruchlo, Lisni, Vilezo, you're going to tell me that Tana is a, a ruchel? Meaning, could be that Tana could have said what would happen if it's Shtois the fourth time. And it could have said what would happen if it's Shtois the fifth time. But the Tana is not a ruchel, right? The ruchel was a peddler. He used to sell his chayra. So he would knock on your door and he would tell you all the things that he had to sell. The Tana of the Mishnah is not a ruchel. He doesn't have to read everything on the menu. He hands it to you and you can figure it out. So if you want to make a diak from the fact that the Tana of the Mishnah didn't behave like a ruchel, that's not something you're allowed to do. No, either way, we just mentioned this halacha of atekel lechaver noisim loisela mitach shayva is it sela medina is it sela tzuri completely unrelated. Again, why did we even mention it? Because b'derech agav we thought maybe we had a ride from the Mishnah's church and agatal. But once we're talking about it, so now let's take the conversation to the finish line. So the Gemara says, "My haviyala, what's the bottom line?" Pashtua mehada amar Rabbi Yehuda amar Rabbi, you can be poishit from something Rabbi Yudah said in the name of Rav, Kol Kesef, Amabatayra Kesef Tzuri, all money that's mentioned in the Torah is Kesef Tzuri. So anytime that the Torah talks about money, it's Kesef Tzuri. Every time that Chazal talked about money, it's Kesef Medina. Hatekeh lechaveren noisein loy sela 
is not a pasuk in the Torah. Rather, it's a Mishnah. It's Torah Shema Peh. It's Chazal talking. And if that's the case, Smudalacha has to be that it's Sela Medina. Zok de Gemara. Omale. So Rabbi Yosef told him, Ahu Gavra, Hayulu Palgu de Zuzuhu, so when this person, going back to the story, heard that how much was coming to him for the fact that he was a tekel chaveray, he heard he's going to get a salamadina. What's a salamadina? He heard he's going to get a half a zuz. He says, "No, a half a zuz. What am I going to do with it, anyways?" So he said, "I don't need it. Give it to the Ani. After he said, "Give it to the Anir," Hadar Amar. Literally, a minute later, he had remorse. He says, no, I'll take it instead. Let me go buy something, make myself feel good. I'll buy a coffee with it. So after he said, give it to Danim, because what am I going to do with it? Then he decided, you know, maybe I can take it. Amalei Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef, who was presiding over this, said, he said, it's too late. Danim, we're ready, Zoycha. And he said, even though there were no Anim here to be Zoycha, but Rav Yosef said that I am really the equivalent of the hand of the Anim. Now she says that Rabbi Yosef was a Gabite stalker. And because Rabbi Yosef was a Gabite stalker, so his Yad had a din of Yad Anim. Incidentally, you find a lot of Gedoyle Yisrael on the Gemara level that were Gabite stalker. Rabbi Akiva was a Gabite stalker. Rabbi Hanin ben Shradion was a Gabite stalker. So this is Rabbi Yosef said that we are Yad Anim, and being that we're Yad Anim, and you said in our presence that it should belong to the Aniyim. It's too late. Farzacho be Aniyim. The Amr Rabbi Yudah Mashmul, and it's based on something Rabbi Yudah said in the name of Mashmul. Yisoyimim in and trichim prosbol. Yisoyimim don't need a prosbol. Chayin Tami Rami Bar Chama. Hayisoyimim in and trichim prosbol that they don't need a prosbol in order for Shemitah not to be meshamet their loans. And the reason is Rabbi Gamliel Ubeistinai Aviyim Shal Yisoyimim Hayu because Rabbi Gamliel and his bezdin, he had a very proper bezdin, they were considered Aviyim Shal Yisoyimim. What does this mean? In order for a person to collect on a loan, once Shemitah comes, he needs to have a prosbol. There is an exception to the rule, and that is if someone is Moises, the Royce of the Bezdin. If the Malva would take a star and give it over to Bezdin and tell Bezdin, you know, you deal with it, so then the Allah is, you would not require a prosbol because it's only the individual that's collecting on a loan that needs a prosbol. It's only the individual that's over the lava of the guys. But Bezin doesn't have these halachas, and as a result, they're always able to be goiva. So based on that, Amiram said that Yisoyimim don't need a prosbol because we look at Rabbi Gamliel Ubeizdinai as being Avian Shal Yisoyimim. The point is that you see that Bezdin or Gabbait Stoker can be Avian Shal Yisoyimim, he can be the Yadaniim, and if that's the case, Rabbi Yosef said, it's already going to be too late. There's a very interesting Toysvis, really, a Shas Toysvis. It's the last Toysvis on Daflam and Vavam that talks about how this Yadanim works. Meaning, is it related to the idea that you find by Hektish, for example, that Amir Ligvaya is Kemesir Lahedid? A person says that I want something to belong to Danim, all of a sudden it belongs to Danim, right? If you want to be Makna or be Mazaka something to somebody else, there's There's a way that you do it. A person simply says that I want this to belong to Daniim. That in and of itself is going to work. Maybe it works with the parsha of Nedarim. If a person makes a nether that I want something to belong to Tzedaka. So there's a Hilchus Nedarim. That's the discussion of Toysus. But Toysus at the end brings from Rabbeinu Hanano. The Rabbeinu Hanano said that the way Rav Yosef was being Zoycha as being Yad Aniyim, was with the Kenyan of Maim Mitzlashem. So the Kenyan of Maim Mitzlashem is a sugyo of Masechtes Ketin, and the Kenyan states that if you have three people, 
Ruvain has something, but that something is right now by Shimon, and he wants to be makna that thing to Levi if all three parties are in the same room. And Ruvain says that this is something I want to do, he has the ability to do it. The Gemara says that my mitzlashtam is hilchasum beloy taimlo. You have to know what that means. But that's a lashana Gemara. There's three halachas in Teresh Bapeh that have no explanation for it, and one of them is the Kenyan of my Mishloshim. But the bottom line is there's something called my Mishloshim. And Tais brings Rabbeinu Hanano that this is a tushtal to that, so you can get that. That's how this was working. That the person who was owed money, why was he owed money? Because somebody had blue shoifer in his ear. So when he said that I want that money to belong to the Aniyim, via the Kenyan of my Mishloshim, it actually belonged to the Aniyim. And that's the way that this was going to work. One more story on this note. Hanan Bisha. So Hanan, who apparently was a bad guy, he blew Shoifer into somebody's ear, or Rashi's other shot, he hit him, and he came before Ravuna. So Ravuna told Hanan, you owe him a cellar. That's the Mishnah. And which cellar is it? It's Salah Medina, which is a half a zoo. So he told him, go pay. You owe him a half a zuz. So the Gemara says, macha. So he didn't have a half a zuz. He didn't have any change on him. All he had was a zuz. And this zuz was a little bit rubbed out. So he was trying to get change. So he started going around and he asked people, you know, would you give me change? Can I get two uh, slime for my zuz? Nobody wanted to give him change. And the reason is because, again, this coin was rubbed out. So it wasn't so over this coin. Nobody wanted to take it. So he said, listen, I have a zuz. I owe you a half a zuz. I'm not giving you an extra half of those. I might as well get my money's worth. So what did Khanam Bisha do? Totally agree. He whacked him Nochamul. He blew another tkiyagadai of Yavinahale. He gave him the full zoos and he said, now we're gonna be even. So two ha'aris before we go right Number one. So who's this Khavraman? Khanan Bisha. So it's interesting. He comes up in another Gemara. He's mentioned Likamon, the Sakhtis Babakama, which is where you would expect to find him. In Dav Kuf Tezvav So the Gemara is discussing a halacha where somebody steals from somebody else, and then the Ganiv goes and he sells this item to a third person. Now, the real owner of this object wants his chayfits back. The question is, could he forcefully take it away from the Lekeach, from the person that bought it, from the Ganiv? Or that person could say, listen, I understand what happened here, but I have no idea who you are. If you want, go to the Ganev, work it out with him, and then come back to me. But you have no ability to really take it from me. And it's a big discussion in the Gemara, and the Gemara says that really you would have thought that the owner, the real owner, should be able to go over to the Lekeach, but they said you shouldn't do that. Either way, that's what's going on in the Gemara. So in that context, the Gemara says, Rav Huna Talmide de Rav Hafa. Rav Huna was a Talmud of Rav. Everybody knows that. V'chonon Bisho, gona, the gleam of his abno. And this person, Chonon Bisha, had stolen a gleam. He stole a baguette, and he sold it. Also, the Kamite Rav Huna. And the real owner of the gleam came to Rav Huna. Amalela hu gavro. So Rav Huna told this person, Zil Shari Avitech, that you want it, you can't go to Chanon Bisha because Chanon Bisha sold it already. So at this point, if you're going to want to try to take your item back, you're going to have to go to 
deal with Chanam Bisha, meaning the owner is someone that paid for it. So if you want to take it from him, you're going to have to give him money. Al Kopanim, in that context, the Gemara mentions Chanam Bisha. Then the Gemara has a shakla without going into it. And the Gemara says that Kubit is a nafkemina if the Ganav is a Ganav Mephorsim or he's not a Ganav Mephorsim. So the Gemara says, if you're going to tell me that there's a Chilik with a Ganav Mephorsim, Chanam Bisha, wasn't he a Ganav Mephorsim? I mean, it sounds like that was his middle name. So if he is a Ganav Mephorsim, so Lechura, how could you tell me that the halachas are different for a Ganav Mephorsim? You're applying this halacha to Chanam Bisha. So the Gemara says like this, Nehidim Mephorsim lebishusa, but Lekinevusa like Mephorsim. Chanam Bisha was Mephorsim lebishusa. He was a famous bad guy. But he was Lav Dafka, a famous Ganav. So exactly who Chanam Bisha is, Vesachnesh. But he comes up in two Gemaras here in Mesachtis Babakama, and the Gemara seems to even getting into the lumbus of Chanam Bisha. He was Mephursim Levishusa, but Lignevusa Loy Mephursim. That's the first order. The second order is so we mentioned that someone is Mavayesh as Chavei, right? So there's a predetermined dollar amount that you're supposed to pay. We had this already twice in Bava Kama. Daf Chav Zayin and Daf Lamed Zayin. Ten Daf and later. Toys is Sophic, whether these prices are the minimum amount or these prices are the maximum amount. But Al-Koponim, that's the way this works. The Rambam in Hilchus Chayvul Amazik Parakim will say he brings all these different halachas. If you hit him, if you kick him, if you spit at him, if you blow Shoifer in his ear, all of these different dinim are brought down in the Rambam. And then the Rambam says, quote, Ukazehu Meshalem I'll call Maisa Umaisa. So the Rambam says that this a dollar amount that you pay, you pay, I'll call Maisa Umaisa. So if somebody would hit his friend twice, so you have to refer now to the menu, figure out how much you owe him, but you're going to owe him times two. Meaning, that maybe you hit him, and once you hit him, now you're good to go. It doesn't matter how many times you do it, you're always going to pay that one dollar amount. Says the Rambam, that's not the way it is. Ukezehu Mishalem, I'll call Maisa Umaisa. What's the Makar to the Rambam? If you look in the Magad Mishnah, if you look in the Kesef Mishnah, the Lechem Mishnah, Gois Maimonis, nobody brings the Makar to this Rambam. What's the Makar to this Rambam? So he says it's Posh. The Makar to the Rambam is the Gemara that we just learned. Baba Kamadaf Lamadzai Namadal. blew in somebody's ear. And he was told that he owes. A half a Zuz. The problem is all he had was a Zuz. And he couldn't get changed. So he says, no, what am I going to do? I'm not giving you an extra half a Zuz. So he blew in his ear a second time and he gave him the full Zuz. Now, if you're going to tell me that if every single time you do it, it's still $1 amount. So how did he accomplish anything? He blew in his shy, He could have blown 100 kids. He still would have owned him only a half a Zuz. So the fact that by blowing a second time, now we owed him a second half a Zuz. Kamash Malon, it's before. says, Simcha, this is the way it is. Push, right? obvious. You have to add a knech. Because the emiss is, this that the Rambam says, that Yechayev, I'll call Maiso, Maiso, that's only a Chiddush if there was no Gemar Din. Because if there was a Gemar Din, then what's the Chiddush? Right? If somebody is Mavayich Neschaveiroi, V'nigmar Dinoi, that you owe him money. And then, you repeat. And then, you do it a third time. So, Fashteitzach, you need the Rambam to tell me that. What was the Rambam trying to say? That if somebody is mevayish somebody five times, and there was no Gemar Din yet, and now he's brought into court, and they say, so what happened over here? He said he spit at him, and he spit at him again, he did it a third time, a fourth time, he did it a fifth time. I would have thought that it's one Gemar Din, maybe you should be Chayiv. One, Kamash one says the Rambam, that no. Because that's what 
has to be the case. If that's true, so Ramei Simcha says, what's the raya from Chanan Bishna? From Chanan Bishna, you see that he owed him a, a second time. Could be the reason he owed him a second time is because it was Nigmar Dinoi already. If it's Nigmar Dinoi, then it's not even a Chiddush. Mechur, the Rambam is saying that even if it's not Nigmar Dinoi, even then you're going to owe him a second time. So what's the raya from Chanan Bishna? But says Ramei Simcha, the Territ says Pasha, that you can't say that the story of Chanan Bisha is where there was a Gemara then. Why not? Because the Maisa Shehoyah with Chanan Bisha happened in the de Ravuna. And Ravuna lived in Bavel. And we learned the Gemara in Davchav Zayin Amidbeis where the Gemara said, Chizda, Knosso, Komagvis, Bebavel. And what was he being goiver? He was being goivered Meiboishas. And even though we said then it's Machoikis Rashi and Toysis where the Boishas is Knas, where Boishas is not Knas. Oh, but that's Poshint that Meiboishas is like Knas in the sense that you can't be goivered in Bavel. If you can't be goivered in Bavel, so that means by definition what? It means that really, there could not have been a Gmardin. Now, if there was no Gmardin, fake Ramei Simcha, so what's going on here? Why are we even having this conversation? So Ramei Simcha says one of two possibilities. Either Pshat is, either Pshat is, the person was Tafas, right? Even though we're not Gaiva Knossos Bebavo, but that's the Gemara, Le'il and Daftas Vavo in the base, that is, the Nizik is Tafas then. Another Mahalach is, is that the, the Nizik has a right to tell the Mazik, I want you to meet me in court, in Eretz Yisrael, we schedule a date, and then we're going to work it out. Says Ramei Simcha, the first option is not an option over You can't say the Nizik was Typhus, because that was the whole story. The story was he has the money, he wants to pay him. So obviously he wasn't Typhus. What happened? What happened was they made up to meet in Eretz Yisrael. They're trying to figure out how much money he's going to owe him. But they're trying to determine what's going to happen when they go to Eretz Yisrael. There was clearly no Gmardin. If there's no Gmardin, so Ramei Simcha, that's the uh, half Demis says, if you look in the Goyim, the Bir Agra, so the Bir Agra is on the Shulchan Aruch, obviously not in the Rambam, but this Loshen HaRambam is quoted by the Mechaber, it's Simen Tov Kraft, very, very end of Chayish Mishpat, it's Simen 420. And the Vilna Goyim, on this halacha of Fit Kozehu Meshalim Al Komaisu Maisa says, Babakama Lamedzayin Amaralah. So Pashti means this Gemara, and you learn this Gemara. Ah, it's Mephurish. You see, he had to pay him twice for blowing in his ear twice. But if you want to know how to learn up this Goyin, it's this Arsamech. The Goyin doesn't just mean that. The Goyin means with this Yeseseis, for Yeserois, it's with this Oymek, that Balkar Chachar Sugi was talking about where there was no Gmardin, and that's how the Rambam knew, even if it was Loy Nigmardina. Again, how do you know for sure our Gemara is talking about where there's no Gmardin? Maybe in our Gemara really there was Nigmardin. The Teretz is because if there was a Gmardin in our Territ since it was in Bavel. And being that it was in Bavel, there couldn't have been a Gmardin. Obviously, it was Loy Tafas. Must be they were just trying to figure out what's going to be when they go to Eretz Yisrael. If that's the case, then you have a clear right that even when it's Loy Nigmardino, still you're going to be Chayef al Kol, Maisa, Ooh, Maisa, Zok, the Gemara Vaita. And this next Mishnah, every Mishnah is Yisoydistic, but this next Mishnah is very Yisoydistic as it relates to Bava Kama 101. Zok, the Hilga Mishnah, Shar Shuhu Muad Laminoi, a Shar that is a Muad. It's min. But it's not a muid to shtois another min. So, for example, a shar that's a muid to shtois other shvarim. But it's not a muid, for example, to shtois chamoyrim. Muid la adam the inner muid behema. A shar that's a muid to shtois humans, however, in a muid behema. Muid liktanim. It's a muid to shtois. 
little animals, but not bigger animals. For whatever species, size, etc., this shar is a mood for it pays nezek shalim. The esha ain't a mood loy, and for whatever it's not a mood, meshalim chatzin nezek. I'm not saying Rabbi Yehuda. They told Rabbi Yehuda, I raise a mood the shabbosos. They ain't a mood lochal. What would be the halacha if you have a shar that every shabbos he shdoses, but during the week he's okay? What would be the halacha? Amalehem. So he told him it's very simple. The shabbosos meshalim nezek shalim. Any negicha on shabbos he's going to be chayv nezek shalim. The meisachah meshalim chatzin nezek. But for any negicha that happens during the week, he's only going to pay chatzin nezek. A masai hutam. When would that shar, a shar that's a mood l'shabbosos, when would he become a tam? If three shabbosos pass and he doesn't shtois, then he would become a shar. Sounds pretty straightforward, right? It really isn't. In fact, we're about to see, not hard, what the girsa of the Mishnah is. We read it like one girsa. We had to pick one. But really, there's two ways to learn the Mishnah. And what we'll see is a big nafkamina, pasha, what the Mishnah is saying, depending on the two girsites. It, Ravzvid Omar, Ravzvid said, the way you read the Mishnah is the way we have it, and the way we read it. Meaning, the Mishnah is saying, it's the story. This shar was a mur he was not a mur he was a mur Adam, he was not a mur behemoth. He was a mur Ktanim, he was not a mur Gdayim. Rapapa Amar, Rapapa said, Einoi Mu'ad Tanat. No, that's not the way you read it. The Mishnah is not telling the story in the first part of the Mishnah. The Mishnah is actually telling me halach. Shnar Shehu Mu'ad Laminoi, not Ve'einoi. Shnar Shehu Mu'ad Laminoi, Einoi Mu'ad Lashe'einoi Minoi. Shnar Shehu Mu'ad Adam, Einoi Mu'ad Lebehemoth. Shnar Shehu Mu'ad Ktanim, Einoi Mu'ad Gdayim. So again, we have to get this clear. This is almost the whole rest of the da. According to Rav Svid, the Mishnah is telling me the case. According to Rav Papa, the Mishnah is telling me the halacha. So the Gemara says like this. Rav Svid, according to Rav Svid, the Rikers and the Mishnah is comes out. If the Shar would not be an but we wouldn't know for a sure that it is or isn't a mur then it really would be a mur meaning the way Rav Zvid has the Giris and the Mishnah the Mishnah is talking about a shar that's a mur and he's an what does it mean he's an it means that in a positive way we know for sure that he's an We've seen him play very nicely together with donkeys. The problem is, when he sees another ox, that's when he gets feisty. But the point is that it's there that the halach is, that we say he pays nezek shalem every time he's nageach hashar, and he pays chatzin nezek any time he'd be nageach hachamar. But if it was stama, if we wouldn't know how this shar interacts with chamorim, then fakir. It sounds like you'd pay nezek shalim even if you would shtoy the chamor. Rapapa, Rapapa says, Enoi muotanan. That the right girls in the mission is shar shu muot laminoi, not the enoi, the story. Ahalocha, enoi muot. Oh, if that's the case, then it's pretty mefurish, the stomach, that minastam, a shar that's muot laminoi, is not going to be a muot laminoi. So, two ways to be gairus in the Mishnah. And a tremendous nafkemina lahalacha between the two girsas. The shaila in the girsa is every time it says 
Ve'enay mu'ed. Is it ve'enay mu'ed with a vav? Or is it supposed to say enay mu'ed? Lamayin afgimina, what would be if we're not sure whether he's a mu'ed for the other thing mentioned in the Mishnah, it's a stomach, what would be that lach? Now, if you look carefully at the Mishnah, the Mishnah had three cases. The first case was Sharsha mu'ed l'minoy ve'enay mu'ed l'shenay minoy. Sharsha mu'ed l'adam ve'enay mu'ed l'behemah. Sharsha mu'ed l'ktanim ve'enay mu'ed l'gedoylam. The way Rabbi Zvid learns the Mishnah, in all three of these cases, if you know for sure the Shar is a mu'ed l'minoy, and you know for sure he's an Ein Amur L'Shein Aminoi. For Mino you pay Nezek Shalim. For Ein Amino you pay Chatzin Nezek. If you know for sure he's a Mur L'Adam. And you know for sure he's not a Mur L'Behemo. So for Adam you pay Nezek Shalim. For Behemo you pay Chatzin Nezek. If you know for sure he's a Mur L'Ketanim. And you know for sure he's not a Mur L'Gedolim. So for Ketanim you pay Nezek Shalim. For Gedolim you pay Chatzin Nezek. What if it's Stama? In all three cases you're going to pay Nezek Shalim for both. So let's go through it again. If you know that this shara is a mu'ad l'minoy, but you just don't know if he's a mu'ad l'shein aminoy, you're going to pay nezek shalom for aminoy. You know he's a mu'ad l'adam, you have no idea whether or not he's a mu'ad l'behema. You're going to pay nezek shalom for behema. And if you know that he's a mu'ad l'ketanim, but you have no idea whether he's also a mu'ad l'gedolim, you're going to pay nezek shalom for the g'dayim. So the Mishnah is telling me, if I know for sure he's not a mu'ad for the other thing, it's chasi nezek for the other thing. And if I'm not sure, it's going to be Nezek Shalom for the other thing. That's the way that Rav Zvid learned the Mishnah. The way Rav Papa learns the Mishnah, what the Mishnah is saying is one thing, and one thing only. There's no diak. It's very straightforward. Shar shuhumurid laminai is not a murid l'shenei minai. A shar that's murid Adam is not a murid l'behema. And a shar that's murid l'ketanim is not a murid l'gedam. Zok t'gemar, Rav Zvid daik misefer, Rav Papa daik miresh, Rav Zvid had a raya to his shita from the sefer, and Rapapa had a raya to his shita from the rish. Was it my sefer? Was it was like from the sefer? And when we say sefer, what we mean is the third of the three cases. So there's three cases. We mean the third case. What was the third case? That uh, sure, that's a mord liktanim, but not a mord liktanim. So what's the halach of liktanim? You pay nezek shalim. Figadolim. You pay chatzin nezek. Now, I'm Rabbi Bishloim. If ain't a mord liktanim, says Rabbi Bishloim. If the right gears and the mishnah is ain't a mord. And if that's the case, the mishnah is telling me two things. What's the telling? I mean, number one, if you know for sure he's a mu'ad l'ktanim, and you know for sure he's not a mu'ad l'gdoylem, so you pay chatzin ezek on the g'daylem. But it's also telling me something else. And that is, if I know for sure he's a mu'ad l'ktanim, but I don't know whether he's a mu'ad l'gdoylem or not, so what are you going to pay for the g'daylem? You're going to pay nezek shalim. Meaning, I understand why we needed the third case, because that's a very big chiddish. I need the Tana the Mishnah to tell me this. Why? Because I would have thought that maybe a shah that's only a Murdoch Tanim is really not a Murdoch Dailam. And the reason you would think it is because, right, people bully other people sometimes. So, yeah, pun intended, right? So, this shah is chapping with this katan, this little uh, other shah. But, you know, the Gadol, so on his own size, he's suddenly gonna, right, not behave like a shah. But the point is, is that being that. There is a svara to say that a mu'ad l'ktanim is loy havi mu'ad l'gdailim. So for that reason, I understand why the Tana Mishnah had to tell me. El yamrit ene mu'ad l'ktanim. Abazak, Abazak, you're going to tell me the right case in the Mishnah is that mu'ad l'ktanim, I'm telling you, halacha is ene mu'ad l'gdailim. Stama loy havi mu'ad. In other words, even in Astam, it's not a mu'ad. So he said, hash v'yesh loy ma, miktanim l'ktanim da'alma stama loy havi mu'ad. I know from the beginning of the Mishnah, from the first case, that if uh, Shar is a muid for ketanim of this species, but not for that species. Minastam, it doesn't transfer over. Miktanim l'gedolim, tzrichalim emes. So certainly it wouldn't transfer from ketanim to gedolim. Deloy havimur. And if that's the case, why did we need the third case? Or must because in the third case you see a chiddush 
that mud liktanim min astama bimud liktanim, and that is a very big chiddush that I want to know from the Rasha. Says Rav Papa, what's Rav Papa going to tell you? Meaning Rav Papa does have the gear say in a mud tonight. Rav Papa, according to you, if the time of the Mishnah said that mud liminoi, einoi mud lishainoi minoi, isn't it then obvious that within the same min mud liktanim? Loy havi mu the dialum so the mar says no it's so posh it's so I mean I would have thought hello parats be bahu mina parats be loy shnok dialum today loy shnok tanim today meaning it's two separate halachas one is that he's a mood for this man so he's not a mood for that man the other one is within the men he's a mood for the tanim he's not mood for the dialum I could hear svaras lakano lakan I could hear svaras he right on the one hand these are the same men but then again I could also hear a svara that one's a cotton and one's a gadol kamash by the way have him word it's for that reason he felt he needed both ways but the bottom line is is that Rabzvid felt very very strongly that I don't know why you would have to tell me if I already know it's not a must be the halach is that and that's already a chiddush and that's a raya that the right girsa in the Mishnah is so again Rav Zvid's makar was from the safe which he said is the third case what was Rav Papa's makar to say his pshat so Rav Papa deflected Rav Zvid's makar but now Rav Papa is going to give us his own makar right he answered why Rav Zvid's Makar is not a kasha on him, but still not a raya to his pshat. So what was causing Rav Papa to see the Mishnah the way he saw it? So he was medayika from the Reisha. And the Reisha is the second case. What was the second case? Mu'ed la'adam, enoi mu'ed le'behem. Adiktani, mu'ed la'adam, enoi mu'ed le'behem. I amr b'shloyme enoi mu'ed tanatza, says Rav Papa. B'shloyme, if the right gives him the Mishnah, enoi mu'ed, stamal lo'yavi mu'ed. In other words, men astam, Muid la Adam is not a Muid la Behema, Hakamash Malan. So I understand the Chiddush, that Filu me Adam la Behema, Nami Stomali Avi Muid. That even a Muid la Adam in Astam is not a Muid la Behema. Meaning you would have thought that Muid la Adam for sure is Muid la Behema. And by the way, the Svara is Baba Tama da Fezam Adays. And the Gemara said that. Adam is Isbe Masla, whereas Behem is less Bey Masla. And as a result, it's harder to get the man than it is to get the animal. So, uh, Behema, that's a muid le adam, it's mistaber that it would be a muid le behema. So I need the Mishnah to tell me not that way. Meaning it's understood why this is a chiddush, even though we said muid le minai, lai havi muid le she'enai minai, but there's a noise of the chiddush that muid le adam is also lai havi muid le behema. Meaning the question is, why is that not included in Minoy and Enoy Minoy? The Teretz is because there's a Bazundar Echidish in Adam and Behemoth based on the fact that Adam is this Leimaz and Behemoth is less Leimaz. But said Rapapa, if Rab's vid's right in his gear, so, and the way he's supposed to read the Mishnah, it's not Enoy Mood, but it's Ve'enoy Mood. So really what the Mishnah is saying is that Minastam Mood lo Adam is a Mood le Behemoth. So is that a Chidish? Hashri Yesh Loima, mi Behemoth le Behemoth, Stama Havi Mood. From behemoth to behemoth, two different meat species is considered a mood. So from Adam to behemoth, which is also two different species, certainly is going to be a mood. Meaning, Bishlam, according to me, where two different species is not a mood. So even though the Tana of the Bishlam said two species is not a mood, I still need a red and ois, mefurish, bok when it comes to Adam and behemoth. Based on the idea that Adam and behemoth are not just different species, but Adam is leimazah, behemoth less leimazah. So that's a bigger chiddish. But if you're going to tell me 
that Talach is just the opposite, that mood for one species is a mood for the other species, stomach having mood. So if I know it by two random species, certainly may Adam the Behemoth with his Desvara, that Madach, it's a mood for Adam, certainly it should be a mood of Behemoth. So why do you need that second case? What is the Chiddush of the second case? This is what was bothering Rapap. He said, according to me, the Chiddush of the second case is stomach, loy having mood, afilum Adam the But according to you, Rav Zvid, what is the Chiddush of the second case? That stomma havi mood? If mood laminoi is mood lashayna mina, kalvachayma mood laadam is gibi mood lahema. Now Rashi speaks out that maybe the chiddush is fakat. Maybe the chiddush is that when the animal is lahedya mood laadam and lahedya not mood lahema, that the halacha is that you pay chatsi nezak on the behema. Meaning, Rapapa's Mishnah is saying one thing mood la this, not a mood for that. Stomma loy havi mood. Rav Zvid's Mishnah is saying two things. Rav Zvid's Mishnah is saying what it's saying, and then these, the implication of what the Mishnah is saying. The Mishnah is telling me three times that if you're a mu'ud for this, but you're lahed, you're not a mu'ud for that, you're not going to be a mu'ud for that. Implied is that minastam, if you're a mu'ud for this, you are a mu'ud for that, right? In all three cases. Rav Papa is telling Rav Zvid, I have no idea what the Chiddush of the second case is. Meaning, I don't see why there's a Chiddush that minastam mud la adam having mud la it's included in mud la mina having mud la shene mina. Frank Rashi, maybe the chiddush of the second case is not in what's implied from the Mishnah, but it's in what's mafurish in the Mishnah. Again, the Mishnah is saying two things: it's saying something mafurish and something implied, right? Something explicit and something implicit. So maybe the chiddush is not in the implicit; it's in the explicit. What is the explicit? What did the Mishnah say mafurish? That if you're lahed you move the adam, and you lahed you not move the beheimo. So that Allah is Allah. Adam shalom nezek shalom val beheimo shalom chatzin nezek. Maybe that's a chiddush because I would have thought move the adam. If you're a move the adam, you have to be a move the beheimo. So Rashi says it can't be. If you're lahed you not a move the beheimo, you're for sure going to pay chatzin nezek, and that's for sure not a chiddush. Meaning. That can't be the Chiddush. The Chiddush must be in the implicit. And Lachura, there is no Chiddush in the implicit. So the Gemara says, what is the Chiddush of the second halacha? It's going to tell you, that second halacha is coming to teach me a different halacha. You had an animal that was a mood, the other was a The Then it did shuva regarding the meaning it saw the three times and it didn't shtoist. The koi got the behemoth plus his zimdav loy nagach. So what's the halacha? Maudetema, I would have thought, keep it loy hodder behemi adam. Chazor the behemoth lav chazor. I would have thought that it wasn't chazor from. Adam, so maybe the Chazara of Behema is also not a Chazara, meaning being that it's still a Mu'ad Adam because it wasn't Chaz, it didn't do Tshuva on Mu'ad Adam. so maybe the Tshuva on Behema also shouldn't be something. Kamash Malan, the Chazara, the Behema, Mi'a Chazara, he, that at the end of the day, if it was Chaz from Behema, that is considered a Chazara, in other words, Mu'ad Adam Loi Havi so again, the kasha was, according to Rav Zvid, what's the chiddush of Mu'ad Adam Le'ab and If I know for sure he's a Mu'ad Adam, and I know for sure, Raya's, it's established that he's not a Mu'ad Le'ab, it's Pashit. Allah Adam Shalom Nezak Shalom, Allah Shalom Chatsi Nezak. Tell me that the chiddush is that Minasta Mu'ad Adam Havi Mu'ad that's also Pashit. It's included in the first Allah of the Mishnah. You know what the chiddush is? The chiddush is a, a third possibility. The chiddush is where this animal was a Mu'ad Adam and a Mu'ad he was chayzer from being a mu'ad behema, but he's still a mu'ad adam. I could have thought mu'ad adam having mu'ad behema. Kamash no. That the chazara of being a mu'ad behema is considered a chazara, and it's for that reason. Although he's a mu'ad adam, 
He won't be a murder behemoth. But it's, it's a cash on this, however. Sumcha soimer, Sumcha says, Murder Adam, Murder behemoth, Mikalva Chaimer. He said, A murder Adam is a murder behemoth, Mikalva Chaimer. Mad Adam would. The behemoth, like Hoshke, Madach, it's a murder Adam. Certainly it has to be a murder behemoth. Now, Sumcha's comment, right? Second time we've had Sumcha's in two days. Third time in three days. But according to Sumcha's, Sumcha's is commenting on the mission. And. Therefore, from understanding Sumchis, you can understand what the Tanakama of the Mishnah held. Now, what Sumchis say? That Mud Adam has to be Mud Behema. It sounds like the Tanakama holds that Mud Adam is not a Mud Behema, which sounds like Rapapa, not like Reb Zvid. Says the Gemara, I'm a Loch Reb Zvid. Reb Zvid will tell you, no, Sumchis Achazar Kai. Just like I did some surgery on the Mishnah to make it work the way I understood it. You can make the same surgery in Sumchitz. This is what Sumchitz told the Tanakhama. You hold that if the animal was a Mu'udla Adam, and it was a Mu'udla Behema, and it was Chazer from being a Mu'udla Behema, we say it is a Chazorah copy Behema, even though it's a Mu'udla Adam. Chazorah de Behema, love Chazorah. Sumchitz now talking says, I hold Chazorah de Behema. It's not a Chazorah. Because Chazorah de Behema, Adam, lo'i koma hadeh if he wasn't chosen from being a murder Adam, be behemo like Kolshkin, certainly you can't be considered a chazara as it relates to behemo. The bottom line is, the bottom line is that we have two ways to learn the Mishnah. Was the Gerson in the Mishnah ve'enay muad, ve'enay muad, ve'enay muad, or was the Gerson in the Mishnah ve'enay muad, ve'enay muad, ve'enay muad? Lamai nafkamina, tremendous nafkamina. What's the halacha bestam? If the gears in the Mishnah is ve'enay muad, so it's only when I know for sure it's enay muad that the halacha is that you're not a muad. But stama, you would be considered a muad in all three cases. If the gears in the Mishnah is enay muad, so the Mishnah is telling me yufur, is telling me mafurish that the halacha in these cases are going to be enay muad. Rav Zvid said ve'enay muad, stama havi muad. Rav Papa said enay muad, stama loy havi muad. What emerges if you do a sikum on everything that we just said? The real cheshbon part of today's daf is that this pasha two distinct ways to learn the mishnah. According to our papa, the way you learn the mishnah is very very straightforward. The mishnah is telling me a shor that's mud l'minoy is still not a mud for minoy. A shor that's mud l'adam, even though adam is le'masla, still ain't a mud l'behemah. And a shor that's mud l'ktanim, it's the same men. You would have thought maybe also gedolim. No, ain't a mud l'gedolim. So what's the Chiddush in the Mishnah? Mu'ad l'zeh, lo'i habi mu'ad l'zeh. And the Tanah Mishnah told it to me in three different ways to make the point. V'tzricha, like the Gemara spoke out. That's the Mishnah according to Rav Papa. According to Rav Zvid, it's a little more fa'plant than the Mishnah. According to Rav Zvid, the Mishnah is telling me like this. Shorsha mu'ad l'minai, ve'enai mu'ad l'she'enai minai, alamina m'shalim nezek shalim v'al... Implied from there, which is the second thing that the Mishnah is telling me is, is that minastam is going to be considered a muid The second halacha that the Mishnah was telling us, if you had a shard that was muid adam he was chayzer from being a muid and then he shtoises. If he shtoises a adam, he's going to pay nezek shalim. If he shtoises a behema, he's going to pay chasi nezek. And even though mood la adam having mood la behema, that's shita's reb zvid. But at the same time, over here, where he was a mood for both, and there was a chazara on behema, so then we don't say mood la adam having mood la behema. Sumchus was chalik, but this is the halacha of the tanakama alibe the reb zvid. And then the first, then then the third halacha is that mood. Liktanim is 
min hastam going to be considered a mur l'gdailim, which is an extra chiddush in Rav Zvid's world, because you would have thought that maybe he's only a muet to pick on people smaller than him. But maybe someone his own size, he's not such a knacker. Maybe for that already, he's not a muet. Kamash Malon, that even for that, he's going to be a muet. Either way. So we have two ways to learn the Mishnah. But the Gemara now is going to say that really, if you learn Mishnah, you just go through this Mishnah a little bit better, there seems to be a very, very obvious raya. To one of the two Mahalchan says the Gemara, I'm Ravashi. Ravashi said, Tashma, I'll bring you a right from the Mishnah itself. What did the safe of the Mishnah say? They told Rabbi Yehuda, raise a mood of Shabbos, it's in a mood Right, what's Talacha? If someone was a mood for Shabbos, but he was in a mood for Shabbos, what did Rabbi Yehuda respond? On Shabbos, you're going to always pay Nazak Shalim, and during the week, you're always going to pay Chatsi Nazak. So said Ravashi like this, yeah, Rabbi Shalim is the Enoi Mood, Ketani, Bishlam is the way you read the Mishnah, is the Enoi Mood. So I know to read the Mishnah. They asked him a question, and he answered, right? The way we just explained the Mishnah. If you're mood for this, you're not mood for that. What's the halacha? And he told him, you're nezik shalim for this, chatzin nezik for that. But if you're going to tell me that the way you're supposed to read the Mishnah is enoi mood, so what were they asking Rabbi Yehuda? They told Rabbi Yehuda, Amru lefnei Rabbi Yehuda, hareza mood l'shabasais, enoi mood l'chav. It's not a question, right? That's a statement. We said that's the nafgamina between Rav Zvin and Rav Papa. Even how you read the Mishnah, the niggin, the trap of the Mishnah is different depending on if you have the vav or you don't have the vav. But in this case, it's like a huge nafgamina. Are they asking him or are they telling him? So the Gemara says, What? The Talmudim were telling Rabbi Yehuda the Allah? That's not usually the way it works. And besides, what was his response? Right, what did he come back and tell them? If you're asked a question, you give an answer. But if you're not asked a question, why are you giving an answer? Rav Ashi said that Lachura, how you goyris, in the Reisha, Lachura will play itself out in the Seifa as well. And in the Seifa, I don't really see two choices. Um, Rav Yana, Rav Yana added to that. He said, I have a right from the Reisha as well. Right, this is checkmate. As she, when you're learning this Gemara for the first time, in real time, it's almost impossible not to be bothered by this. Right? What did the Mishnah say? It sounds like the halacha is not being stated until after you mention all three cases. That's good in Rav Zvid's world. According to our Papa, you already told me the halacha. So why are you repeating the halacha again? So I understand the halacha is not a peerish, right? Obviously, you're telling me what the halacha is. You told it to me. Why you tell me that twice? So when you read the Mishnah, it's almost impossible not to read the Mishnah in Rav Zvid's fashion and Rav Ashi and Rav Yane, They both said Toshma that we think. That this is the right girsa. Incidentally, if you look, somebody showing them have the girsa not Rav Yanai, but they have the girsa Ravina. I saw Rabbi Ruvimagolus in his Natsutzayar. He says it's more mistaber that the girsa is Ravina because Ravashi and Ravina that's soifayra always right. And Sigdu Nashas they're the ones sorting it out. So it's Ravashi and Rav Yanai, right? Rav Yanai Mandechashmai. Like where Rav Yanai come in? And he says it's posh to him that. Really, it was Ravina, but somebody must have made a mistake. And he took Ravina and Reish Beis Yud Non Aleph and made from Ravina two words, Rabbi 
and he brings rayas from other places where he found people confused Ravina and Ravyana. He says it's a very easy mistake to make, but he says, no way, it's Ravashi and Ravyana. It's Pasha to him that this is Ravashi and Ravina. That's a classic Rabufi Margolis comment on a Gemara. But the bottom line is, the bottom line is, is this is the Gemara right here. So I think it's Kedai. I'm going to try our luck here. To go back to a toysvis on that base on the base here in Masechtis Bavakama. So every toysvis on that base in Bavakama is, is a toysvis that you spend at least a week in, in yeshiva. So it's posh, it's an avla not to speak it at at some point. And I think this is the time to just go back and, and read us a toysvis. And that is as follows. The Gemara on that base on the base said that it says in the Torah twice the av of Karen. I bought Avos Nazikin. What are Avos? Rashi Avos Kari Lahanot Chesivah V'Kara Behedim. One of the Arba Avos Nazikin, maybe according to Rab, anyways, is Karen, which means that it says Karen before it's in the Torah. Where does it say Karen in the Torah? The Gemara brings two psukim. It says Ki Yigach, and it also says Ki Yigoyf. The Ki Yigach Shor Es Ish Oyes Isha, and it says the Ki Yigoyf Shor Ish Es Shor Roi Eyo. The Gemara says, what's the difference between Negicha and Negifa? They're really the same thing. The difference, however, is Negicha requires more Kavanasa Lahazik, which is the predominant feature of Karen, than does Negifa. And it's for that reason the Torah used the word Kiyigach when it talked about Kiyigach Shor Es Ish Oyes Isha, Shtoising a person. And it used Kiyigach when it talks about the Kiyigach Shor Ish Es Shor and the reason is because Adam is lay mazla and behemah less lay mazla. So for an animal to be matzliach and to take out a person, he has to be a kiyigach. You need more kavanos lahazik. But to take out another animal, shayreyeu, for that, you don't have to be a kiyigach. For that, it's enough to be a kiyigach. And the Gemara says that all it is is not just there's a halacha that we learn from here. What's the halacha? Meaning, from the fact that the Torah wrote Kiyigach by Adam and Kiyigach by Behemoth, it takes more hishtadlis for a shar to take out a person than it does to take out an animal. So that means that if you have a shar that's established as a mood la Adam, he can. Go the extra mile, certainly. He'll take out the other animal. But if I have a show that's only a muid l'shay, he's not going to be a muid l'adam. Milsa agavar chikamashmala. The muid l'adam having muid l'behema, muid l'behema, lay having muid l'adam. Zok toisves. Dibra maschalum milsa agavar chikamashmala. That this memra here in Bavakama da Bez on the base is va'afilu l'rapapa. It's true, even according to Rapapa, the Amal Kamam Bisharach Bishar Shanogach Dal Vehei, the Mood La Adam Stama Loi Havi Mood Vehei. In other words, Taisa was bothered. Do we now, in light of this Machloikis between Rapapa and Razvid, have to revisit Baba Kama that base? The Gemara said, everybody knows this Gemara. Mood La Adam Havi Mood Vehei, Mood Vehei, Mood Vehei, Mood Vehei. One second. That's the second of the three cases of our Mishnah. It's the quote unquote ratio of the Mishnah. And it was a Machloikis, how to read it. According to Rav Zvid, what the Mishnah was saying was that muid le'adam ve'ene muid le'behema is not a muid le'behema, but stoma muid le'adam having muid le'behema. That's very good. But Rav Papa had the gear say ene muid tonight. So according to Rav Papa, the Mishnah's lahed is saying not like Rav Papa. So at first glance, you can't make this Gemara work. I'll leave it to Rav Papa. 
Abzaktais is not true. Vafilu the Rapapa. That this is going to be true. Even Alibid Rapapa. And by the way, the reason Taisus wants us to work, Afilu Alibid Rapapa, I mean, besides for why not making the work, even Alibid Rapapa, is we Paskin like Rapapa. The Rama Paskin's that way. So Rapapa's Pshat in the Mishnah ends up being the Pshat. But the bottom line is, this halacha is true, Afilu the Rapapa. How's it possible? So Taisus has two Mahalchim. One, one Mahalach Taisus says is, we'll read it inside, Hainu Dafka. When Rapapa said on Daflamid Zion it's talking about where the Shar Shtoist three people. And we never saw him Shtois an animal. The Bahachi Loyabi Murdu Behema. Shtoising a person three times doesn't make you Murdu Behema. Abunagach Adam the Shar Vikamar. What would be if a person Shtois three Minim? And one of the Minim was a person, the Havi Migimo Minim, then Havi Murdaka. He would be a muid now for all animals. Avul nogach shor v'chamor v'gomel. If he would shtois, however, a shor, a chamor, and a gomel, then loy havi muid la'adam. He would not be considered a muid la'adam. V'afal gafkel l'chol behema havi muid. Even though really he's a muid for every behema. Afilu rapapa. Even according to rapapa, it's isa hasam. It's the next line gemara which we should have read before we started the stoices. But the bottom line is the gemara says that even according to rapapa, if an animal stoices three minim, he stoices. Is a chashar, a chamar, and a gomel, then he becomes a mood for everything. So it says Toysfis, when the Gemara says that mood la adam having mood la behema, of a mood la behema, they have a mood la adam, it means in such a case where the animal stars three minim. If one of the minim was an adam, so then you'd be a mood for all animals. If none of the animals that he stars was an adam, it was a shar, a chamar, and a gomel, then he would not be a mood la. Adam. But Stam, Mood la Adam, Avadaway, Avi Mood of So again, the Gemara says, Mood Adam, Avi Mood of That's the Dulsa Agdurki Kamash one by the Torah saying, Kiyigach, when it comes to Adam and Kiyigach, when it comes to Behemoth. How does it stem with Rapapa, who learned in our Mishnah? That there's a Mishnah Mefuresh that, that Mu'ad La'adam Le'avim Mu'ad La'behem is two separate things. Our Mishnah is talking about where you're a Mu'ad only for Adam. Le'avim Mu'ad La'behem. The Gemara in Dabbez is talking about where you're a Mu'ad La'adam Shar V'chamar. You'd be a Mu'ad also for Behema. Just like if it was a Nogach Shar Chamar V'gamal that you'd be a Mu'ad for all Behemas. If however you were a Mu'ad only the Behema such as a Shar Chamar and Gamal then you would not be a Mu'ad Le'adam. Then Tais brings a second shot. For Ab Menachem Pirish and this is the shot we need. Rabbi Nachim said a second shot. He said, "The hachi kamer mood la'adam shnayim mood la'koil v'chazab by mi behema v'nishar mood la'adam havi mood the behema the chazar the behema lav chazarhi avo mood la'koil the chazar me adam lo yavi mood la'adam the chazar the adam chazarhi." Says Rabbi Nachim, "I'll tell you a different shot on the Gemara. Lo oylam mood la'adam lo yavi mood la'behema." This Gemara that says Milsa Agav Orchei Kamash Malon is talking about where the person was a Muid Sai Ladam Sai Behem. And now he was Chayzer from one of the two. If you were Chayzer from Behemo, being that you're still a Muid Adam, you're going to remain a Muid Behemo. If you were Chayzer from Adam, Although you're still a mood of behemoth, you're not going to be a mood of Adam. Valzen nemar mood of Adam, have a mood of behemoth. When you're chaiser from behemoth, if you aren't chaiser from Adam, the bleibs nachalz a mood of behemoth. However, if you were chaiser from Adam and you only remain the mood of behemoth, valzen nemar mood of behemoth, lo yavim mood of Adam. Those are toys too much. Freight Rabbi Kiveiger, and he bleibs sorichir on this cash. He says, the way Rabbeinu Menachem is learning here in Toysavis, it comes out, I'll leave it to Rapapa, that if you have an animal that's a mood la'adam and a mood and he's chayzer from being a mood la'behema, so we say mood la'adam, habi mood la'behema. In the reverse, it doesn't work that way. It says Rav Kivegit, first client says, can I get our Gemara? Right? 
Our Gemara said, in Rab Zvid, who held what was the Chiddush of the Reisha? What was the Chiddush of the case of Mu'ad La'adam Ve'en and Mu'ad Behemah? We said the Chiddush is not when you're for sure Mu'ad Adam and you're for sure not Mu'ad Behemah that you pay Nezak Shalom on Adam and Chatsi Nezak Behemah because that Zilkar Be'erav, everybody knows that. And the Chiddush is not that if you're a Mu'ad Adam Minastam you're Mu'ad Behemah because I know that from Mu'ad Minoy, having Mu'ad Sheinu Minoy. In Rav Zvid's world. What was the Chiddush? The Chiddush was where you were Mu'ad Adam or Behema, and you were Chayzer from Behema, Mu'ad Adam loy havi Mu'ad Behema. That's what it means. You pay Nezek Shalim on Adam, and you pay Chatzin Nezek on Behema. The way Rabbeinu Menachem is learning in Rav Papa, it comes out just the opposite. That when the Gemara says in Baba Kamada Beis, Mu'ad Adam havi Mu'ad Behema, it means Dafka that case. Where you were Mu'ad Adam and you were Chayzer by Behema, Mu'ad Adam havi Mu'ad Behema. So, Frank Rav Kiveger, my Muschorishan is, is that this Rabbeinu Menachem's chat is Kineged Argamar. It's Kineged the way Rav Zvid learned the Mishnah. So says Rav Kineged, I know what you're going to tell me. You're asking me a kasha from Rav Zvid on Rav Papa. This is Rav Zvid and this is Rav Papa. Rav Zvid is of the opinion that Mu'adla Adam and Astam have a Mu'adla Behemoth. So if all I know is that this animal is a Mu'adla Adam, that means he's a Mu'adla Behemoth. That is Chitas Rav Zvid. And still Rav Zvid holds that if he was a mood la'adam u'la behema, and he was chayzer from behema, the fact that you're a mood la'behema now does not make you a mood la'behema. Because once you're chayzer, you did tshuva on behema, that overrides the rule of mood la'adam having mood la'behema. In Rav Papa, it comes out just the opposite. Rav Papa holds that mood la'adam loy havi mood la'behema. Minastam, if you're a mood la'adam, you're not considered a mood la'behema. Yet if you are a mood la'adam and you're a mood la'behema, and you were chayzer from behemoth, then we say, oh, you're a mood la'adam. Here you have to be a mood behemoth. That's what the Gemara of Akama, that pays up the base means. And that's how you reconcile it with Shittas Rapapa. So it says, Rab Kiveger, l'chayr v'halitvarim kalvachaymer, who mad l'chaliba de Rab Zved, who holds mood la'adam, have a mood behemoth. He holds that if you were mood la'adam, and you're chayzer from behemoth, you don't say mood la'adam, have a mood behemoth. So certainly, aliba de Rab Papa, who holds Mu'ad Adam loy havi Mu'ad Behema. If you are Mu'ad Adam Behema, you're chayzer from Behema, then you shouldn't say Mu'ad Adam havi Mu'ad Behema. And to tell me that Rav Papa holds Sfaris HaFuchas from Rav Zvid, he says that's such a chiddish. Why would Rabbeinu Menachem have learned that way? So he says, oh, you're going to tell me Rabbeinu Menachem was stuck. He was boxed in. He had no other way to give Zechariah. So learn like Taisa's first pshat. Learn like Taisa's first pshat. Who told you not to learn like Taisa's first pshat? L'chura, that's something you could have done. And from the fact that Rabbeinu Menachem chose to learn the way he learned, says Rabbi Eger, it comes out that the Machloikis Rabbop and Rav Zvid are literally Svaros Afuchas. That according to Rav Zvid, Mu'ad Adam have Mu'ad Behemoth. But if you're Mu'ad for both and you're Chayzer from Behemoth, you don't say Mu'ad Adam have Mu'ad Behemoth. And according to Rabbop and Mu'ad Adam, Loi have Mu'ad Behemoth. But if you're Chayzer from both, if you're Chayzer from Behemoth, then we do say that being that you're still a Mu'ad Adam having Mu'ad Behemoth, why would Rav Zvid and Rav Papa, who very often argue in Shas and see the world differently, but this is what we know as Svaris HaFuchas, where Rav Zvid literally sees it one way, and Rav Papa sees it 180 degrees. Rav Kivegas says, Fitzorichi, if you want to see it inside, this Rav Kivegas is on Mishnayis, right here on our Mishnah. We have a daft to finish. This is the line that we just spoke out in the raid. That if you're going to tell me that Lachos like Rav Papa, who holds that what? 
Min has stab, loy havi muid, some muid le minois, loy havi muid, which ain't a minois, the rest of the daft goes really quickly. So, not a shar, chamor, vegomo, if someone stoys a shar, chamor, and a gomo, nasa, especially considering where we're going to stop, nasa, muid la goil, so he's considered a muid to everything. So, you're right, a muid le shar is not considered a muid le chamor, but if you're a muid for a shar, and the chamor, and the gomo, then you can be a muid to everything. Tanra bar roshar, nagach, shar, veloy nagach. So, this is a shar. He saw another shar, he then he saw a shar, he didn't shtois. Then again, shar nagach, shar loy nagach, shar nagach, shar loy nagach. The kids of this shar shtoises every other shar. Nasa muud le seirugin le shvarim. So there's such a muud. So he is considered for every other shar is a muud, which means that for every other shar is also a tam, right? By definition. So depending on if it's this one or the other one, right? Where you're holding in the cheshben of seirugin, you have to keep a file, but you have to hold cup. He's either going to pay nazik shalim or he's going to pay chasin nazik. Tanu rabban rosh shar nagach. Chamar loy nagach. So he saw a shar, did this shar, he shtoys, then he saw a chamar, he didn't shtoys. Then he saw a sus, nagach, he saw a horse, he went after the horse, gomel, he saw a camel, loy nagach. Ferret, he saw a mule, nagach, arud, as she says, that's a vilde chamar, loy nagach. So Bekitzer, he saw six different animals, one yeah, one not, but it was Beseirugin. So nasa muid, Beseirugin, akoyl. So he becomes... A uh, muid lakoil because he shtoys three different animals. Now he also did a peserugin, so he's a muid for all animals in the world. Will be a peserugin. Nogach shor shor v'shor chamar v'gama. So this guy had a busy day. He shtoys the shor and then another shor and then another shor and then he shtoys the chamar and then he shtoys the gama. So it's five animals in total, right? Shor 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 and then donkey camel. What's the shayla? Hai shor basra. That third shor that he shtoys basra shvarim shadinale. Do we say, oh, he shtoys three shvarim. Vakati le shvarim huda ayayi, le midrachin iloy. So if that's the case, he's a shvarim muid for shvarim. Why? Because he shtoys three shvarim. But as it relates to all the other animals, he only shtoys twice. It was only a chamar v'gadol. As a result, he's not going to be a shvarim muid. Oidul mahay shvar basro, basa chamar v'gadol shadin on le. Or maybe that third shvar, we put it together with the chamar and the gadol. Vayayi le kulimini. And if that's the case, now he's going to be a shvarim muid for everything. Right? So do we say, shar, 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 oh, you're a mu'ud for shvarim, now you did a chamar gamal, you're only a tam for other animals, because mu'ud l'minoi, lo yavim mu'ud l'shenei minoi. Or do we say, no, it was shar, shar, and then we say, shar, chamar gamal, oh, shar, chamar gamal, you're a mu'ud for everything. So therefore, that should be the halacha. Says the Gemara, what would be in the following case? Chamar, ishtois the chamar, the gamal, then ishtois the gamal, then shar, shar, v'shar. So again, five, but instead of the three shvarim being the first three, they were the last three. Do we say that the first shar is the third? So it's chamar, gomel, shar. So we look at him as being a muid for everything. Or do we put him together with the shvarim? So he's only a muid for shvarim. But for all other minim, he's not going to be a shar. And the way Rashi explains it is what's the chiddush of the second shayla versus the first shayla? Right, it sounds the same to me. It's the difference between the shvarim are in the beginning, they're in the end. So he says very posh. If the shvarim are in the beginning, so when you shtois the third shvar, it was already chalap sak, that you're a muad shvarim. That third shvar made you a muad shvarim. So being that it made you a muad shvarim, so you're a muad shvarim, done, that's in the books. What happens afterwards is now you're building a case for maybe being a muad for other animals. But it only happened twice, so so far you're only going to be a tam. If, however, it was chamar gomel shar, so then as soon as you hit the shar, you became a muad for everything. So maybe what happens after that, shar shar, 
We're not mitztarif. So Rashi says that really the second shaila is, is for sure the bigger chiddush that you wouldn't view it as being a shar shar shar. But the bottom line is this is these were the the three shailas. Similarly, Shabbos, Shabbos, the Shabbos, Echav Shabbos, Shem Shabbos. So we saw Rabbi Huda in the Mishnah that said that a shar that's a mood only for Shabbos is not considered a mood for the weekday. So what happens if you stay on one Shabbos, the next Shabbos, the next Shabbos, and then that third Shabbos he did it Sunday and Monday also? Do we say the third Shabbos that he stays made him a mood only for Shabbos? So what happens after that he's not going to be a mood? Or do we say no Shabbos Shabbos stop and now you have Shabbos Sunday Monday so now you're a mood. For all the days of the week, Vayayle Lukuli Yoimi, Hey Bishabis, the Erev Shabbos, Bishabis, Shabbos, Bishabis Mount. Again, five times. It was Thursday. It was Friday, and then it was Shabbos, Shabbos, Shabbos. Ha Shabbos, Kamaisa, Basar, Hey, Shabbos, for every Shabbos, Shadinale. Do we take that first Shabbos and apply it to Thursday and Friday? Vayayi lekuli yoy. I mean, we say it's a mood for all the days. I don't know. Ha Shabbos, Kamaisa, Basar, Shabbos, Esu the Shadinale. Or do we say that first Shabbos goes forward? With the other two Shabbos, the Shabbos, so they ayat, and he's a mood only for Shabbos. And the Gemara says regarding all four of these Shilas, which are really two, Teiku, Tishbi, Yitaritz, Kushis, Vabais. One last Gemara. Nogach Shar, Yom Tez, Vabachayrish. A Shar, Shtois, a Shar, on the 15th day of the month, Zeh, meaning of this month. The Yom Tez, Zayim, Bechayrish, Zeh, and then the 16th day of the following month. The Yom Yud, Zayim, Bechayrish, Zeh, and then the 17th day of the What's going to be the halacha? Says the Gemara, plucked to the Rav Shmuel. It's Machlik is Rav Shmuel. Now, Toysfis, the long Toysfis says that one thing you see from Shor from the Shiloh, that the days of the month go into Cheshben when it comes to a Shor. So if a Shor always Toysfis on Yud Gimel of the month, so he becomes a Shor Amud for Yud Gimel of the month. This is the way it is. The Shiloh of the Gemara is, what would be if he goes and every following month, he always does it a day later. So it was Tezvav this month, Tezayin the next month, Yudzayin the following month. So what's the question? The question is, is he a Shara Muid for Yudches of the following month? And then, if he which does then, Yudtes of the following month. So the Mar says, Tolia Machloikis Ramesh Muti Itmar. And this Machloikis is in Hilchis Nita. And it's discussing a woman's vest. So we know there's a Parsha Vestis. And a woman can have a vest, She'ina Kavos, anytime in Isha's Royadam. So depending on what the Matziv was when she was Royadam, that would give her now a vest for the following month, and we assume that she's going to see that. That's a regular vest. A vest kavua is where a woman was already down already three times, and all within a certain pattern. So then the vest isn't just a regular vest, it's what's known as a vest kavua. So a classic vest kavua would be if a woman always sees down on the same day of the month. So the Allah is, she would now have a vest kavua as it relates to that day of the month. Vest kavua has... Nafkuminus the Khumra and it also has Nafkuminus the Kula. Rashi talks a little bit about it right here. But the bottom line is that's the halacha of Vesis. Now in the Sugi of Vesis, the Machlik is Ramin Shmuel. The Itmar Ross, the Yom Tezva Bechaydish woman saw Dam on the 15th day of the month. 15th day of this month. The Yom Tezva Bechaydish and the 16th day of the following month. The Yom Yudza Bechaydish and the 7th day of the following month. Rab Amar Rab says, couple of Vesis. She now has a Vesis. She just established herself as having a Vesis Kavur for the 18th day of the month after that. Because you see, she always skips one day to the following one. The Shmuel Amar, Shmuel says, At Shmuel says no. In order for a woman to establish a vest like this, not enough she sees down three times, she would have to say it a fourth time. Because what's the chefts of the vest? The vest is, is that she always sees down one day later than she saw it the previous 
But, so you would need the Diluc to be established three times. It's not enough that she sees Dam three times. You need the Diluc to happen three times. In order for the Diluc to happen three times, you'd have to see Dam how many times? Four times. So she saw Biyom Tesvav. Now, the next month, Tezayin, Diluc number one. Yudzayin, Diluc number two. Yudches is Diluc number three. So she doesn't establish the Veskavu until the Diluc happens a third time. So says the Gemara, that would be the same thing regarding the Shar. You want to know if the Shar is a Muid, le Diluc, after the third choice, according to Rav, that says Kabbalah vest when she sees Dam the third time. So the Shar becomes a Shar Amud when he shtoises the third time. According to Shmuel, it's Achet Teshalish Bedilog. So just like it's Achet Teshalish Bedilog when it comes to Vest, so too it's going to be Achet Teshalish Bedilog when it comes to the Shar Shemagach as well. Incidentally, you see from here a very interesting parallel between the Sugi of Vestis and the Sugi of Shar Shemagach Asapara. So this week we had a lot of where Baba Kama meets Silcha Shabbos. You know, here you have where it meets Silcha Snidans. In a very, very interesting way. Ayn Taisvis and Ayn Berishayim. But the bottom line is, one last Gemara. Amar Rava, Rava said, Shor, Shoma kol shoifer v'nagar. If a Shor heard the sound of a shoifer and it shtois, we're literally coming full circle. We began the daf with Kiyah Shoifer and we're ending the daf with Kiyah Shoifer. Kol shoifer v'nagar. And then it happened a second time. Kol shoifer v'nagar. It happened a third time. Nasa mu'ad v'shoifers. Every time this Shor hears a shoifer, it becomes m'shigah. Right, that's what's supposed to happen. And the bottom line is, this is what he does. Something more says, I mean, this is so obvious. Now the tema, I would have thought, Simar says an interesting havamina. I would have thought that maybe the first one doesn't count. Because the first time he was just scared. Afterwards, he's starting to get comfortable already. But maybe you would think the first one does not act and does not count as part of the Cheshben. Kamash Malan. That is the Chiddush. So just to end with one anecdote that I saw in the Sefer Nitzoytze Hashas, and it's brought down in the name of Rav Asher Bergman Shlita. So he says, he said over the following story, there was a woman who lived in the city of Dvinsk, and this woman had a baby, and she would nurse the child, and every single Shabbos, the child refused to nurse. And it was getting to the point where it was very, very troubling, and nobody can figure out like what was going on. So she decided she's going to go ask the, the Rav of Dvinsk. She went to the Rogachava. So she walks into the Rogachava and she tells the Rogachava, what's going on? She says, Mama, six days a week there's no issue, but every single Shabbos the baby won't eat. So the Rogachava said, quote, gay, das is a Yerushalmi. Said some before she Yerushalmi says gay arrows. So a woman walked out, she had no idea what Yerushalmi, what, when, and she was like very, very sad, like, like, what does this all mean? So as she walks out, she saw a Chashavarov that was walking by. His name was Rebchiskia Yosef Mishkovsky. And she went over to him and she says, you know, I'm a Poshid, I'm an Ishak Shasruach, I had a Shaila, I went into the Rogachav Goyen, this was my Shaila, and the Rogachav said, it's a Mephurish Yerushalmi, I Poshid don't know what he means. She says, I'll tell you the truth, I'm on my way now to the other famous Rav in Dvinsk, Rameh Simcha, Come with me to Rameh Simcha. Let's ask Rameh Simcha. So she walks in to Rameh Simcha. She tells Rameh Simcha, the Maisa, baby, does a nurse, Shabbos, the Rogat Shabbos said, it's a Mephurish Yerushalmi. So Rameh Simcha said, it's Taka Mephurish Yerushalmi. He said, which Yerushalmi? He said, Toysus brings it above a Kama, Daflam, and Zayin, and What's going on here? The Mishnah said, Amrulay the Rabbi Yehuda, they told Rabbi Yehuda, if you have a Shar, that's a mood for Shabbos, but it's not a mood for Every single Shabbos, this Shtar But Vimoisachal doesn't Shtar. What's that lacha? So Rabbi Yehuda said, it's a mood for Shabbos, but it's not a mood for the rest of the week. Now there must be some Svara, there's got to be a logic underpinning it. 
What the shor knows that it's Shabbos. So if you look at Rashi, Rashi says Harei umur l'shabbosos lefisha who bottom in melacha v'zocha daitayolaf. The reason he's a muid, and the reason you can hear that maybe the shor shtois is on Shabbos because the shor is bottom in melachta on Shabbos. Shvis is behema. So being that he can't do any work on Shabbos, so on Shabbos he knows the shtois. The rest of the week he doesn't. But if you look at Toisus, Toisus has a different shot. Toisus has mefarish be Yerushalmi. He says when he sees all the people that he's used to see, everybody looks different. Everybody looks very different. And as a result, doesn't recognize the oil. And because the shard doesn't recognize the oil, he's not so comfortable. So it could be that's why he does shtoys, that's why he doesn't shtoys. And that's why Shabbos is different. So Ramey Simcha told the woman, tell me, Shabbos, you were different from said, I thought they were different from He says, that's what the Raghur Shabbos meant. That's a Mufurish Yerushalmi. He said, if you're weird, you're walking to the then your baby's going to recognize you. You'll see the baby's going to nurse for Kachavah.